0: about time. You clocking out, Eve?
1: One more stop.
2: The lunar anomalies are observable phenomena. Uh, during my time at NASA, I acquired brief access to the photo negatives. All my research is done on official documents. They are badly manipulated, of course, but they cannot hide at all. You
3: can see the instructions, of Now, here's an interesting one, right? Uh, it, Slide 84M from Lunar Observer 3. Thomas, can you tell us exactly what we're looking at here?
2: Observe the structure in the foreground. Based on shadows and camera resolution, we are looking at a single mile-high spire where no comparable natural structure exists. Fascinating. This is what we call the shard.
3: And in the background, the... Uh, the, the, the
2: tower. The soul catcher, if you will.
3: The soul
2: catcher. It's the heart of their operation. Okay.
3: Can you unpack that? us,
2: Thomas. That's a remarkable piece of machinery. Hoagland first revealed it in the images we've looked at tonight, and it's been further researched by the very best viewers. Remote
3: viewers. That's
2: right. Space programs are expensive, Trevor. We can't just pop over when the mood strikes us. It's the moon, not sheets. All
3: right, fair enough. Good point. (laughs) Anyway,
2: what they've got up there is spectacular, and we've just scratched the surface. No one's ever made it inside. Some have even... Described experiencing a repelling force preventing the viewer's access to the interior. Whatever they're doing in there must be well above top secret to have psychic defenses in place.
3: Sure, but what do we know, Thomas? And what exactly does the Soul Catcher do?
2: The theory is when life ends, the soul leaves the body and it's transferred to the moon. And the purpose of the Soul Catcher is just that, to catch the soul before it goes wandering off through the universe alone to protect it. Until they need it again. Incredible.
3: And how do the souls get to the moon? They
2: they have an emissary. A collector.
3: The Operator.
2: Uh, That's his modern iteration. He's had many names over the millennia.
3: And can you provide any evidence to support the existence of such a creature? (laughs) It's
2: not the entirety of human history enough. His footprints are everywhere along the timeline.
3: So the Operator is uh, something of a a Grim Reaper analog.
2: Ah, it's more than that. We all shed this meat cocooned at some point. Nothing special about that.
3: Colorful imagery, Thomas. Uh, maybe
2: that's a little crude. But my point is, death is everywhere, but the operator his is a different way. He collects them all, but he only makes a show of the really important ones, the deaths we remember. Such as? Look back along the path. You'll recognize his prince.
3: Well enough to maybe see him coming?
2: <laughs> well, assuming he makes an appearance for you. Huh. Which reminds me. Have you had a chance to read the Rancho book yet?
3: I've started, but it's, uh, it's slow going. It's not, it's not... Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: you up at this hour i'm thirsty oh okay well we can fix that here we go thank you you've been thinking yeah what about
4: there was a man in my room a man? Yeah. He was in the corner.
1: There was a man in the corner?
4: Yeah. I wasn't scared. He was funny looking, but he was nice. He had a long nose. It curved.
1: Oh. Like a witch's nose?
4: Bigger. Like a bird's nose. He didn't have a mouth. He told me a story.
1: Hey, I thought he didn't have a mouth.
4: He thought of it tickled. He said he has a big house and lots of friends and when I'm not sick, anymore, I can come over and play. Where
1: is his house?
4: On the moon. The moon? (laughs) Yeah. He told me so. Then he went away.
1: Well, it sounds like you made a new friend.
4: Yeah. I don't want to play at the moon house, though. Not yet.
1: Hey, buddy, it's pretty late. Um, time for more dreams. You know what my favorite part about dreams is? What? When you wake up, they're all gone. And dreams can never hurt us, right? Right. Good man. Now let's get you back to sleep and dreaming of nice things. Wait, what is your favorite candy? Chocolate. Oh, chocolate. Well, let's just... Rest and see if we can have a chocolate okay. dream. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
3: Take it under five. Now, going back to your earlier point, Thomas, I think you're underestimating our ability to wreak havoc upon ourselves. No help required from the Operator. Or clandestine moon
2: bases. It's all part of... whatever they're doing up there. You can understand why they wouldn't want the viewers to see everything. Well,
3: indeed. If it's real, it'd be destabilizing to hell. All of human religion. Possibly the very fabric of society. It's big. Though I have to say, Thomas, without proof or at least some physical evidence, it seems to me this operator and its masters are another, uh, Michaelium Bembe, Chupacabra, Sasquatch, more cryptids. It's hearsay at best, then at worst, it may be a lie.
2: Mm, it's certainly easier to believe that life and death are random rather than a calculated event in a greater experiment. My
3: intellectual laziness isn't my style, Thomas, but I am willing to be wrong. Matter of fact, there's nothing I'd like more. Can you give us some evidence here tonight?
2: I can report the findings of the viewers. I can point to occurrences that indicate the operator's presence. I can show you photographs of the structures on the moon. Blurred images. Manipulated to obscure the truth.
3: Possibly, but can you give me something clear? And a touchstone I can point to and say, there, that
2: is the thing for all to see. I cannot give you that.
3: Well, then, with all due respect, my old friend, I remain skeptical for another day.
2: Extraordinary claims require extraordinary... Extraordinary evidence. And indeed they do. Well, Trevor, your eyes are not the only measure of proof.
3: Moving on. Why come out with this new research now? To one end?
1: Hey, would you check in on 401 in a bit? Bad dreams again. You're really good with them. You ought to have your own. Conventional motherhood never really suited me.
0: Go home. Get some sleep yourself.
1: No rest for the weary.
0: Night, hon.
3: phenomena to report so why focus on the lunar anomalies to what end
2: truth is necessary now more than ever Uh, why now a lot of people are hurting frightened fear begets anger anger begets violence and that is good for no one just
3: like Yoda said
2: well yes it's simple enough to be the crux of a children's movie and yet humans still manage to get it wrong generation after generation perhaps a little more knowledge will alleviate some of that fear
3: we're nearing the end of the program Thomas I want to thank you for talking to us again. You know, if you ever find yourself in the neighborhood, you're welcome to come by. It'd be great to finally meet you in person. I'll
2: be traveling through that area shortly, as a matter of fact. That's
3: terrific. What brings the reclusive Dr. Ott this way?
2: An investigation, some strange phenomenon in the woods outside of town, off Route 56, if memory serves. Strange lights and sounds.
3: I've heard whispers of a sighting as well.
2: Some regional cousin of the Sasquatch seems to be the favorite culprit.
3: That speculation is a little wild for me just yet.
2: Worst case scenario, a walk in the woods would be welcome.
3: I'll be interested to hear of your findings. Is there anything you'd like to leave our listeners with?
2: Just this. There is a plan. Take comfort in that. Don't despair. There is a plan. That's quite a notion. I hope you'll take some comfort in that too, my friend. In light of, well, certain events.
3: Thank you, Thomas. And we'll talk to you again soon.
2: I look forward to it.
3: That was Dr. Thomas Ott, former NASA scientist, contributor to the final few Apollo missions and. Hello.
0: Hey, you still on campus? Rachel. I'm sorry, it's just.
1: I'm right out front.
0: It's 401. Something's wrong. I'm on my way. Eve. What happened? He just crashed. It was fast. All right, I'm heading in. Eve. I have to. I know. He needs me. The family's on the way. Be quick.
1: Hey, buddy. It's Evie. You don't have to say anything. But if you need to, I'll listen, okay? It's scary going someplace new all by yourself, I know. Just remember, it's all a dream. Nothing can hurt us in dreams, right?
0: <laughs> Evie, parents just arrived downstairs.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just keep having those chocolate dreams. I'll see you soon.
3: views are often regarded less than charitably. So were Galileos, Aristotle, Socrates. So before we start steeping the hemlock, consider. Controversial, difficult, offensive even, such work may be the road, however winding, that leads to truth. Make sure you're with us next time. I'll be having a conversation with Dr. Elaine Mather. Good night, and as always, I bid you eyes to the sky.
1: Roads after roads after roads. Follow, 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 follow. Follow the winding roads. Eyes to the skies indeed.
2: That went well.
0: Sir, you report every agent interaction as positive. Aren't they? You are a little loose with your lips, given ships and the sinking thereof. Oh? You are being... relatable.
2: (laughs) I rather think that is a good thing. It can be. It has been.
0: It is not now.
2: It is not how.
0: Dr. Thomas Ott is an authority. He is. The foremost authority on the matter of lunar anomalies. None more so. Perhaps your elocution could betray the fact. Unpack
2: that for me, would you?
0: Formalize. Control the narrative. Consider the scroll processing and delineation device.
2: The soul catcher.
0: Scroll processing and delineation device is a concept to be reckoned with. It's the same machine, the same function, with the added benefit of dissuading baseline agents from thinking they can grasp it. It is formidable. And? If it is merely a soul catcher, then it is not special. It is common.
2: Yes, it is. But that is how we teach, is it not? Making the esoteric common so that those without our knowledge can start to gain it.
0: Is it our objective to teach? In part. My official recommendation is to keep mystery intact. Adopt an academic tone. It lends authority.
2: Duly noted.
0: You are not going to take my recommendation, though.
2: Wow, oh, There's more here. More to experience. New data to be mined. Trust me, Sesh. Trevor Barnes is harmless. If you say so. Now the other one. The other one? Hmm?
0: Sir, we have orders. Contact is exclusive to 15068. I need details. I need to manage this. I have
2: everything under control. Are you ready? I am fully prepared. Show me.
0: Incredulous can synonymize both cynical and skeptical. I, however, draw a very clear line between the two. Cynicism is a position. Skepticism is an approach.
2: You're a natural. Thank you, sir.
0: I have been trained by the best.
2: Flattery will get you everywhere.
0: Any specific guidelines for my interaction with 15068?
2: Adopt an academic tone but told it leads one authority.
0: With all due respect, sir, I do not approve of this
2: action. <laughs> I know, but trust me.
3: You've been listening to Cryptids on your chosen podcast platform. Cryptids is created by Alexander V. Thompson. Starring Mariana McClellan Alexander V. Thompson William McNulty Jenna Krasowski Logan Preston Hale and Shannon Spangler Written by Alexander V. Thompson Directed by Devin Shepard Produced by Nora Uncle, Devin Shepard, and Gabriel Rosenstein Sound design by Gina Zidanowitz. Theme song Joanna by Mary Esther Carter Cryptids is a production of Wild Obscura Films. Thank you for listening. If you liked our program, please rate and subscribe to help other listeners find their path to uncovering the mystery. And as always, I bid you, eyes to the skies. Good night.